Welcome to the IVF Before and After podcast, where we will talk about the emotional roller coaster journey we are about to embark on. Tune in to a series of podcasts on stories and tips to help you feel you are not alone on your fertility or parenting journey. We will openly discuss success and failure. We will attempt to pick you up when you are down and celebrate when your head's in the clouds. Kay Dempsey is your host. We can't wait to get started finding your way through IVF and parenting journey. Hello and welcome back to the IVF Before and After podcast. Today I'm going to speak about being alone and feeling isolated. How being a mum of twins or multiples can you possibly be alone and feel isolated? When you're juggling several babies of the same age who have the same needs at the same time, It brings unique challenges. Isolation happened for me before the twins arrived. As about 10 to 12 weeks prior, it was for me bed rest. I couldn't leave the house and if I did, it was for a weekly scan at the hospital. That was like a special day out where you got to go and wait in a hot, windowless waiting room for hours. You actually got to talk to someone, a nurse, But it was already about them, their weight, their development. Then you got to see them on the scan. They certainly were having fun. They were blowing bubbles and spinning around. When the twins did arrive at 30 weeks, I was too ill to go home straight away and the twin number two was still in high dependency unit. Finally, after 10 to 14 days, we were all home in a wintry month of January. We didn't venture out much as the twins needed to be kept warm as they were too tiny. Finally, a little later, you're on your own and it's now springtime and you decide to head out so hard. It's not just the organising of the two little dependent people, but it's a double pram that doesn't go through the cafe doors. You can't go swimming, not that I would want to as, I, as it would need two of us. You look around and all you see is single babies all attached to their mother's hips. Having twins are amazing and I love every minute, well, nearly every minute. Everything just felt a struggle. The bathing, the dressing, the constant nappy changing. The lonely walks up and down the road. The constant conveyor belt of formula bottles to be consumed, washed, sterilised. Then your mind starts to play games. Have you got postnatal depression? You Google it. Then the details appear on this laptop screen. What to watch out for for parents of twins of multiples? Most new parents will feel overwhelmed at times and it's incredibly natural to have a cry. With next to no sleep, peace or fun in sight, I would be surprised if mums of newborn multiples didn't feel down or have a good ball every now and then. But they are the baby blues. And then there is something much more concerning, and that is postnatal depression with twins. Postnatal depression is concerning in any new mum, not just parents of twins and multiples. Any mum suffering from depression has it incredibly hard and needs help and support throughout this time. And it isn't just the mums, of course. One in ten dads will also suffer from postnatal depression. The reason with twins and multiples is concerning is that the incidence of it is much higher 
with these parents. It's not that strange that they do have double the workload and half the amount of the sleep. So everyone around the new, the new super-sized family needs to keep a special eye out. Postnatal depression with twins and multiple birth babies is more common than with mums of single babies. Studies have shown that mothers of multiples may be up to twice as likely as mums of single babies to suffer from postnatal depression. The statistics say that it is as many as 35% state that they have postnatal depression or suspect they do. Parents of multiples have a higher incidence of postnatal depression for many, many reasons, including the workload never seems to end, the feeding and crying happens twice as often and is twice as long, your body may take longer to recover from giving birth or the complications from any labour, your babies may have more health concerns, you may have less help, support and resources than you need. They say that if your systems last longer or start later, you could have postnatal depression. Postnatal depression can start at any time in the first year. Signs that you or someone you know might be depressed include a persistent feeling of sadness and low mood, lack of enjoyment and loss of interest in the wider world, lack of energy and feeling tired all the time, Trouble sleeping at night and feeling sleepy during the day. Difficulty bonding with your baby. Withdrawing from contact with other people. Problems concentrating and making decisions. Frightening thoughts, for example, about hurting your baby. Many women don't realise they have postnatal depression because it can develop very gradually. After a lot of soul-searching, I realised that I wasn't really lonely. I was isolated. The telltale signs of postnatal depression has long been ignored. According to the University of the British Columbia and a nursing PhD student, Christine O. The new study had revealed that there are one symptoms of postnatal depression which has been overlooked that can actually go a long way in affecting recovery. According to the studies, while While most women are screened for signs of anxiety and depression, they're not actually being checked for signs of anger. In fact, anger doesn't even appear of the commonly used Edinburgh Postnatal Depression Scale screening tool. The study was conducted by the PhD nurse who discovered anger actually plays a large part in the postnatal depression role. You can even hinder a woman's recovery if left untreated. We know that mothers can be depressed and anxious in the postpartum period, but researchers haven't really paid attention to anger. There's some evidence that indicates that being both angry and depressed worsens intensity and length of depression. That can have many side effects or negative effects on the mother, child and family and all in the relationships being parents. The study discovered that many women feel anger as a direct result of motherhood not living up to their expectations. Some mothers also feel angry about having their parenting judged by others and not having support that they hope for from across their closest to them. Mothers may feel that they have not met their own expectations and that others may judge them because, for example, they are formula feeding instead of breastfeeding. Many mothers have also expressed feeling 
of being let down by others in terms of support from partners, family members and healthcare providers as well. For some families, however, the anxiety and the pressure are just too much, keeping multiple active children physically safe when out and about has always been remained to being hypervigilant is not relaxing. Constantly trying to keep multiple children entertained at a cafe is too exhausting. The hard part is when friends take personal offence to the lack of socialisation. It's not intentional, it's just that for some it's easier to stay at home to spend the whole time chasing children and struggling to hold a conversation. Also sadly a lot of organised activities where you can go and you meet other parents like mainstream swimming lessons. If you've got multiples you, you might have to have one for each child. Baby gym classes, baby massage all have to be one adult per child. So again, it's not an option unless you have someone with you who can take with you and be the other person. But that other person's probably working or have children of their own. Again, another feeling frustration and isolation. Triplet families tell me it's more isolating when you have triplets. Some have told me that when they have their babies arrive, they simply weren't invited to other people's houses anymore out for coffee or lunch or dinners and when you go out to public you get so many intrusive comments and then sadly if you have multiples with disabilities then it's much harder. In investigating all of this in the way that I feel at times with my own twins that it is hard work and I have to say that when they say that it's a lack of enjoyment and a loss of interest in the wider world you don't have time for enjoyment and you don't have any interest in the wider world, as everything is surrounding you and your new family. You don't have the energy anymore, and yes, you're feeling tired all the time. You have the trouble sleeping because you're up multiple times throughout the night doing the feeds. And yes, you do feel sleepy during the day, but you don't have time to sleep then, because you have to do all the cleaning of the house, the the cleaning and the sterilisation of all their bottles. Difficulty bonding with your baby. It can be difficult with multiples, but who do you go to first? You want to go to both of them at exactly the same time. You don't make that choice. Yes, you withdraw from contact with other people because at times when you have been with them, you get the feeling and you know what their feelings are, that they don't want you to bring your children with you again. You do have problems concentrating and making decisions, because your decisions and your concentration is all fully on your own children. Frightening thoughts, for example, about hurting your baby. I think that would be more for me, would be they're so tiny, holding them was a hurting them in the wrong way by holding them in the wrong way. But at the end of the day, we've got there two years later. Don't get me wrong, having twins is amazing, and I love them almost every single minute of the day. However, the one bit that caught me by surprise again was the loneliness. I couldn't work it out how I could feel so lonely when I was totally outnumbered by the two of them, who were very much wanted and who are very much loved. Like little people, all day, every day, they're here for the long run. If you feel that you have postnatal depression, please contact your health visitor, your your GP, or your midwife, if you still have them available. Let them know your feelings. Talk to other mums online who can help you out because they're all there. 
We've all been through it all together. Take care of yourself and tune in to the next episode of IVF Before and After. Good luck. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to IVF Before and After on iTunes or Stitcher and leave a review. Head over to the Facebook community page, IVF Before and After, or to the website, www.ivfbeforeandafter.com for fantastic free stuff.